Welcome back to another episode of uh, The Gentleman's Briefly. You know, these are the episodes where we talk about things we don't normally talk about, and they are shorter than normal. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Jordan, and today I have with me another host of, you know, the League of Melanated Gentlemen, Mr. Spencer. Spencer, how are you doing? Uh, I am pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, I cannot complain. I cannot complain. Um yeah, so this episode, if you have listened to our other um, color series, a series of colors, color series. Either way, if you if you listen to the last one, you know we've already gone over. Uh, we picked our favorite characters in the red category, the orange category, the yellow category. And today we're going over some of our favorite characters in the green category. So this means they uh, we're picking characters who are some of our favorites who are green. That doesn't mean they wear green. That means they are green, so the skin color is green. So, with that being said, Spencer, you want to start us off, or you want me to start us off? Uh, I'll let you start us off on this one. All right. So, for my first character, um, I had to go with a Pokemon, and I've talked about this character before, and it is Rayquaza, or Rayquaza, however you want to say it. I say Rayquaza. Um, yeah, Rayquaza is from the world of Pokemon, and it is the, you know, giant dragon, basically. And I love, love, love the design of this Pokemon. Um, Spencer, are you familiar with this guy? I am. Yeah. So, for those that don't know, Rayquaza is basically one of the legendary Pokemon. I can't remember. Is he, he the person in the sky? Does he guard the, the sky guardians, or is it... I feel so bad. Like people are going on me. You would know better than me. I can't. I, I, I know. Like people are going to go in on me. Uh, I can't remember what he is. The basically the legend of um, man. People are about to kill me. But anyway, this is a flying dragon type Pokemon. I love the. I love just the design of this Pokemon. I actually have an action figure of it. That's how much I love it. Um, the the shiny version of this Pokemon I think is even better. Um, it is all black with gold on it, but the original design is still really great. Um, but yeah, that that's uh, that's mine. I'm gonna just start it off nice and easy. That one is mine. Okay, I know it as Rayquaza. Yeah, but... said, it depends on how you want to say it, Rayquaza or Quaza. I know people say it different ways. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if it's supposed to be, I guess phonetically pronounced as far as Japanese letters go, it would be Raikwaza, but I don't see True. anybody doing that. True. But, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're in anime, so might as well keep it there. You know where I'm going. Yeah, I, le- I left this one on my list on purpose. I'll I let you have that one. Because it's it's very important to me. Um, One of the greatest TV dads um, <laughs> <laughs> that we've seen uh piccolo from dragon ball z yeah. i love piccolo piccolo is my favorite character uh piccolo is great piccolo uh raised gohan to be a warrior nice. and uh you know his mother raised him to be a scholar and that's fine that's okay um piccolo gave him what he needed and because of piccolo they were able to defeat cell another great green character uh, don't forget he up and beat him multiple times at this point. Got yeah. the movie about it. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, and Mega Cell, Super Cell, uh, Giant Cell, 
Cell yeah. Max. Cell Max, that was his name. I was going to get there eventually. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, I love Piccolo. Um, Piccolo is... Piccolo's a, you know, a pretty standard story of, like, started out evil and then uh, found a better way. Yeah. Piccolo okay. is... The Piccolo that I'm talking about is technically the offspring of King Piccolo, who was, I guess, the Demon King in Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. And, and got, got defeated, took the L. Yeah. Like, got... Yeah, he lost. And... Then the Piccolo that we know is now here, uh, you know, being great. Uh, probably the tallest in the squad. I like that. Yeah. Um, Piccolo, uh, special beam cannon has always been one of my favorite moves. And I know he doesn't I, uh, whip it out super often, but he killed Goku with it. And he killed the big bad of the time, Raditz. Yeah, I mean, my favorite move from Piccolo is the um, Hellzone Grenade. Like, I yeah. remember playing in the games and, like, just throw them all out and scatters around them. Then he comes in. Yeah. I, I like that one a lot. But special and beam cannon is iconic. The Hellzone Grenade was nice because they didn't know what was happening. Like, right. they would just be like, hey, you missed. Like, eh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it come from behind and get them. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I like Piccolo's uh, ensemble, like what Piccolo wears. Uh, them heavy-ass, uh, little heavy-ass turban. The- I, had, I had a conversation the other day with someone. Uh, we were talking about who did it first. So you remember when Piccolo took off the turban and took off the uh, his cape, and it was like super heavy. Mm-hmm. And then you remember when Rock Lee also did it. Piccolo did it first. Okay, but then, but then, so then I was like, I wonder, was Piccolo the very first person to do that, or did they get that from something else? That's a good question. Uh, that would probably require some research because anime yeah. goes back, way back. Uh, but uh, in my heart, Piccolo was first. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what they were talking about. That 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 was a good scene, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, I used to love when Piccolo would get serious, take that off. Uh, but yeah, yeah. um, yeah, I've always loved Piccolo, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I mean, he's my favorite Dragon Ball Z character, and I feel like he always gets hoed because you know, I was literally about to say be, that. Yeah, he can't. He can't be the the guy, but whatever, it's fine. It's like he starts off like really kicking ass, talking shit, and then it gets serious, and then they just get handed to him. Yeah, I'm like, like come on, even, like come on. He's man. not even useful. Yeah. Uh, after a certain point, I'm like, oh, okay, that okay, that's fine. So <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad he got some minutes in uh the new Dragon Ball movie. Oh, I agree. I agree because like I feel like outside of. Outside of like this, the main saints like Goku, Vegeta, and Gohan, like he probably is the strongest one. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and he's the best dad out here. I want to. Do you think Goku ever feel bad? Like, does Goku ever say thank you or anything? Like, no, nah. absolutely not. But Goku would say, you know, I was trying to, you know, I left to get right to save the world and whatnot. But no. Uh, I don't think that Goku... Goku probably said thank you, but Goku's not apologetic by any means. Yeah. That is tragic. That's tragic. And then, uh, like I said, Gohan's doing the same thing because Piccolo... uh, Well, Piccolo's not raising Pan, but Piccolo be having grandpa time with Pan. (laughs) That was such a good good scene in the movie, too. Ah, we need... uh, I I need to go back and rewatch that movie. That That was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Really good uh, we reviewed it. If y'all want to listen to that episode, if you have seen the movie. Yeah. So yeah, if you uh, did, we say the movie Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super, Super Superheroes, Superheroes. Yeah. So if you want to hear us review it, be sure and check out that episode. So, all right, my next character. Um, this is going to be the one and only time I do this. Have two Pokemon on the same list, um, but for some reason, like these two definitely stand out to me. And this is also another Pokemon that I've talked about on a different Gentleman's Briefly episode. And this is Tyranitar. Um, this is the big rock dark type Godzilla looking, you know, Pokemon. Um, for me, again, like if you give me a great solid design, you can definitely draw me into that Pokemon. And for me, this is the Kaiju level looking, you know, beast dinosaur thing that I just love to see. Um, this also has access to a Mega Evolution. But for me, I don't really like the Mega Evolution as much as I do like the regular version of it. Um, I like the regular version a lot more. And, and on every, probably most Pokemon games, whenever I put it on my team, I always add it to my competitive team. And I always, I have this combo that I start off with. And I'm probably revealing some of my secrets. Um, but, you know, if you battle me online, you know, you, you can take this L2. But I always start off with this character in first because he has the ability sandstorm and it, it you know it hurts the opponent every for five turns and a tyranitar isn't affected by it but then my second move that i come out with or actually the first move because sandstorm automatically happens is i put out the um uh the spikes i can't remember uh, i can't remember the name of the spikes it's like the floating spikes basically your the opponent's pokemon get hurt uh basically every single time and then even if they switch uh pokemon the spikes will still be out there uh, so that's kind of like my one-two combo punch um, I just revealed some of my secrets, but like I said, you ain't gonna stop it if you guys battle me. You know, I meant that. But yeah, do you do you know Tyranitar? I am familiar. Like I know what Tyranitar looks like. Uh, I do have a question. Uh, yeah. How how big is Tyranitar? Like is what? Because I rem- you said kaiju, but I didn't know if Tyranitar was one of those that's like just the size of a person, or if nah, Tyranitar yeah. is like Gyarados size. No, no, he's still the size of a person. He's uh. The Pokedex has him listed at 6'7", 445 pounds. It's like, he's big, but he's not, like, kaiju level. But, like, for me, every time he was in the game, he looked, like, way bigger than everybody else. And, I mean, obviously, his design kind of... I feel like it takes inspiration from Godzilla as well. Oh, it absolutely does. Uh, I mean, and most Pokemon are based on something. But, yeah, I would... Yeah. I'd be shocked if Tyranitar wasn't based on Godzilla. Yeah. And it's one of the pseudo-level... Um, the pseudo level legendary Pokemon. So it isn't quite legendary, but it's like that next tier up, the next tier below legendary. It's like a lot of people consider it almost like a legendary Pokemon. Okay. But, I mean, it's, it's always powerful. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, for my next favorite, um, we're going to step into DC for a moment. And that should surprise no one. We're going to go with Martian Manhunter. I love Martian Manhunter. Uh, from watching Young Justice, I really like McGann, but McGann is actually a white Martian. So McGann was not eligible. I didn't even know that. Why, why was she green on the show? Because on Mars, green Martians are treated well and white Martians are discriminated against, but it depends. There are some versions where white Martians are inherently violent and white Martians are the problem. And then there's some where white Martians are, you know, 
second class citizens and like have to live underground and they're treated really badly. So depending on who you ask or depending on the situation, um, white Martians are still looked at negatively. Uh, okay. It just depends on why. But that's that, why that was she... a show, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Once you started talking about it, like I kind of started to remember that. Yeah. That's why she presented as green. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. Yeah. But she, it turns out, I think she's half green, half white, actually. So she's uh, light green? Well, I mean, <laughs> that's I, like work. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I mean, in one parent is green and one parent is white, I think. But she mixed. In, yes, she's mixed. But anyway, um, Martian Manhunter's great. Uh, one of the things that, you know, has always bothered me about Martian Manhunter is that he gets hoed as far as his representation. Because Martian Manhunter has an absurd number of powers and Martian Manhunter could ruin lot of folks day like martian manhunter is too much and one of the things that i've always said was superman and martian manhunter together equal most of the x-men yeah but martian manhunter i mean he has a pretty he has the standard superhero package so super strength super speed um super stamina intelligence and all that but martian manhunter can also shapeshift Martian Manhunter also has telepathy and telekinesis. Martian Manhunter can phase through solid objects. Um, Martian Manhunter can go invisible. Uh, he can, I guess he can cast illusions because he's telepathic. Um, he can heal himself. Like the, the only thing is he doesn't like fire. And yeah. also, I think that all Martians uh, live for a super long time. But he's, you know, he'll be like, I'm 248 Earth years old. So he has battle experience for sure. Yeah. But Mar <clears throat> Martian Manhunter is one of the many characters who, because of how powerful he is, he has to be nerfed in order for there to be actual danger. Uh, whenever you watch him in uh, movies and shows, because there are a lot of situations he could pretty immediately take care of. Yeah. Uh, Martian Manhunter usually tries not to get into people's minds and stuff, but, uh, you know, the situation calls for it. He's getting in there. Yeah. As a telepath, I feel like they always try to do that. Yeah. If I was a telepath, I would do it all the time. Yeah. And that's the thing in, uh, in young justice, McGann had no issues, uh, leaving people catatonic and getting yeah. what she needed. Oh, it was so, it was so great. Um, and then, you know, whenever telepaths are evil, that happens. Um, you will hear in episode 14 of DC Animation with Spencer and Friends that yeah. um, Manchester Block has uh, telepathy. And he uh, he be going in there and hurting people. Uh, yeah. But that's how it's got to be. So it's, uh, you know, it's fine. But yeah. I, I love Martian Manhunter. Um, he's really OP, if you think about it. There are a lot of people that are not in the same conversation with Martian Manhunter. And I think that a lot of people don't know that because whenever he's in movies and shows, they have to make him a lot weaker to 
make it like to 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 give it stakes to ensure that you know it's not handled in five seconds because there's a lot of shit he could handle in five seconds. Yeah, I'm I'm happy you just actually said moves and shows because I was going to ask you two things. One, do you think we'll see him in uh, James Gunn's DC universe? You think he'll pop up? I think eventually, but also I don't know. Yeah. I would be surprised if we just didn't see him, but I mean, the Justice League can kind of be made up of whoever they want, but I think we'll see him. I think he's a popular enough character where he will show up, but I don't know if it's a situation where they swap him out with Cyborg again. I feel like uh, if we were to see him, I feel like he would pop up in something Green Lantern. I don't know for sure, but for some reason I just see him popping up in Green Lantern's universe. Like a Green first Lantern, introduction or something. Green Lantern deals with aliens, so that would make sense. Yeah. Um, and then my second thing, how come... And I might be wrong, but I think I'm correct. How come he does not have a DC animated movie? He does not. He. No, I'm surprised. So there's no DC animated movie that is only about him. He doesn't have a solo movie. Yeah, uh, right. It, in episode two of DC Animation with Spencer and Friends, you will hear that that movie is more about him than any other movie has been. So that movie kind of goes over his origins. Uh, you know, it talks about how he gets to Earth and, uh, well, it's a version of how he gets to Earth and uh, what he kind of goes through while he's here, um, learning how humans work, watching TV to understand things, uh, reading people's minds and, you know, kind of navigating as the last Martian. And then he tries to get back to Mars, but, you know, that didn't work. So, yeah, I think the the closest Martian Manhunter movie we have is going to be Justice League The New Frontier, uh, because that gives you a pretty clear Martian Manhunter origin story. And it goes over, you know, some other people too. Like, uh, Hal's origin story is in there also, or a version of Hal's origin story is in there. But, yeah, that's that's probably the closest we've gotten to seeing his origins. Uh, I will say, Young Justice does explore McGann's life a little bit. And so, yeah. you can, like, that show actually takes us to Mars where we see other Martians and, you know, how they live, the things that are going on there. And there are a lot of times when Martian Manhunter is the only living Martian as far as he knows. And then there are other times where the Martians are fine and there are a bunch of them all over the place. Gotcha. Okay. Um, My last character. Uh, this character for me was a fantastic villain for a really great show um and since we are in in the oh we left anime welcome back to the anime universe um hunter x hunter is the show and miriam is the character so miriam is the chimera ant you know on the last season or the season the, yeah the last season we saw of hunter x hunter and, and man what a villain like, I feel like for him, he was such a, almost like a compassionate villain. Because, like, you see him playing, was it Kamuji? Kamuji? Uh, yeah, that Kamuji. one game, yeah. Yeah, there's like that, I don't know, that chess-looking game. But he he was playing with that blind girl for so long, like, just trying to understand her, trying to understand the game, trying to understand life. Like, for him to be so powerful, but yet still so, I guess, open and vulnerable, like, 
to me, that was a really good mix. And especially once we saw him fighting with the with the old man at the end, Netro, like yeah. that was that was some great fighting. And like the only way, like Netro literally died and he took Miriam with him, but like he almost didn't take him with him. Yeah. If like, uh it was it, it was I good. mean he technically didn't because uh his henchmen came and got him. But yeah, like yeah. had had his uh lieutenants not come and and given him his life then yeah he would have died that day yeah but to, to me like that he was such a great villain and like he, he and i and i guess it also helps because he's like so young but he aged up so fast so like he's still trying to understand life and what is life and like he is so powerful but yet this blind girl like sees nothing wrong with him like yeah. everyone and, else is like afraid of him but also he couldn't beat her Right. Like, so yeah, that that was the major thing. Is like he can do all of this. He can do every single thing, but he can't beat this blind girl in this game. And yeah. And that yeah, amazing. that fascinated him. Yes. And he was like, You were the only person worthy of dealing with me because I'm not able to beat you in this stupid board game. Yeah. Oh man. It was it was such it was such a great like I said, between them playing that game and then the final fight, that that season was just such an amazing season to me. Um and it's I mean it's a shame that he died. Um, but I mean, I don't know what it in they, they had to do something with him. Yeah. <laughs> they they had was, to he, he was too much. Yeah. So I yeah. um I definitely the moment I saw him, I was like, okay, so Cell and Frieza fused to make him because that's Facts. that's just what he looked like. <laughs> he got the cell, he got the cell tail and the height of Frieza with the little ball head looking thing. Yeah, it was. Uh, if you if you know what Cell and Frieza look like, and then you fuse them together in your mind, that is what uh, that's what he looks like. Yeah, but okay, yes, uh, very good show, very good villain. Um, I enjoyed all of that. Uh, for my last one, I, I think I'm going to go with a classic. I think I'm going to go with the Grinch. Oh, you're a mean one. You're a mean one. Mr. Grinch. I, 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 like, I, I like the 2018 song too. The, I, uh, that was I like the original one, like the original. I, I, I like twenty eighteen. It was it was a good song, and it's one of the few songs that's like in my range. So like I can sing it as it is. Yeah, but um, it's one of the greatest dish tracks to ever hit the airwaves. And honestly, the Grinch. Um, like I guess if you think about the Grinch, like is he really a terrible guy? Like they kind of banished him, and uh, I think they, I think the Who's may have been a little, uh, a little racist. <laughs> just, uh, just a little bit racist. Just a little bit. Just maybe. <laughs> or he was just a terrible guy to be around. But uh, yeah, it feels like he got banished, and he was like, you know what? Fuck that. And yeah. uh, he took matters into his own hands. He definitely had his villain arc. He had yeah, that going for sure. And then uh, he, you know, little redemption arc. Yeah. A little bit of everything right there. Yeah. 
but uh you know i jim carrey uh like that I, they don't ever need to do a live action grinch again like jim carrey did it and i just don't see it being outdone that that's interesting because i wonder will they had the success of course with the live action but they also had success with the animated series so i'm curious to see what they do next do they do a live action or do they go back animated i i'd be fine if they go back animated um the Lorax, who we talked about in an earlier episode, uh, made me pretty okay with them doing Dr. Seuss things in animation. Yeah. Uh, H- Horton Hears a Who was fine, but the Lorax, I was like, oh yeah, if if this is going to be Dr. Seuss movies, y'all can keep that going. Yeah. So I actually haven't seen the new Grinch. And the, the one for 2018? You didn't see it? Yeah. The Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch? Yeah, yeah I've not seen yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a good time. I, I like that one. Uh, Well, it's a Christmas movie, so I may uh may cue it up for the, for the holiday season. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I, I enjoyed that one. Okay. All right. Uh, well, do you have any honorable mentions for us today? I mean, only other honorable mention I had, of course, was Piccolo. Um. But I knew you was going to pick Piccolo, so I, I took that one off my list. Um, yeah, that that's it for green characters for me. Um, I mean, I had Palamon from Digimon. Um, yeah, Piccolo and Palamon was the only two other ones I had on my list, but I wanted to kind of cut those out. What about you? Uh, I had Invader Zim on my list. Oh, I just love that show. Yeah, uh, Invader Zim was a weird show, and I liked it. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I I also had Mojo Jojo on my list mm-hmm. because he he is green, but his fur is fur black. Is black. And so is, what does that make him? Well, yeah, I guess like, technically it's his fur, so he would still be green. Yeah, like but yeah, his face was green and his ears were green. So I assume he was green. But uh yeah. I loved Mojo. He was just he was ridiculous and hilarious and honestly like i i mean he just wanted a father he just wanted his daddy to love him yeah and uh yeah i i almost put the hulk on here but i felt like that was too basic so i definitely didn't pick the hulk i assume you were going to um I feel like if our other host Brandon had been here, he oh, absolutely yeah. would have picked the Hulk. He would have picked the Hulk, Yoda, and uh, oh yeah, Man Thing he, or something. He's he's tapped in. Yeah, he's yeah, he in. that's that's exactly he. You're absolutely right. He would have picked Hulk, Yoda, and Swamp Thing. Though or those or or, or one of the Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, because he yeah, you're yeah. right. Leonardo was we, uh, yeah. I think we know him too. We know we know him too well. He would pick those three. Oh yeah. Uh, when he listens to this, he can let us know if uh, we got that right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So on our next episode of this colored series, uh, we are going with blue characters. Uh. Oh wait. Let me ask you. Was was the green green color uh difficult for you to come up with? No. Uh. Same. I had five kind of like off top. Okay. Like th- yes, this was this was one of the easier colors to come up with like i didn't have to think about it much i just kind of had them red like as soon as we said green i was pickle and martian manhunter in there yeah. immediately and then 
I just kind of thought about some other ones and yeah, it the fact that I didn't need to use the Hulk or a Ninja Turtle or like there there were a lot of like standard issue characters that like I was like I don't need them. I yeah. we got too many. So, yeah. Okay. Some well, yeah, people the next some color. people are upset that Gamora didn't show up. Yeah, but I don't know how many people out there like, oh, where's Gamora? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, the next color we'll go over is blue. So, it'll be a great time. And uh, we out of here. See ya.